0: Bench talk. I'm Joe Hilditch, High Sheriff of Herefordshire, and today I'm talking to Sam Stables, one of Herefordshire's heroes. I would say unsung, but actually, he's managed to attain quite a high profile and some notoriety through all the work he's been doing. And having been given a British Farming Award last year, as well as being championed by the Prince of Wales for his work in farming, he's getting quite famous. With the vibrancy of youth, Sam has boundless energy, and when he's not farming, he's profile-raising and plotting events to raise money for the new charity that he and his wife, Emily, have set up together. Today, Bench Talk comes from their farm up above Hereford, high on the Calais, where we're sitting on a little bench next to a pond with the beautiful landscape beyond. So, welcome, Sam. Just um, Let's start with your background and your family and where you've come from.
1: Well, had I known that you were going to give me such an introduction, I would have worn my cape today, the full <laughs> outfit, having been called a hero and all sorts, but um, yeah, that's a very kind introduction. We farm here up in um, Kingspit Farm, um, myself, my wife, and we've got a eight-year-old Alfie and George, who is two. We farmed here now for six years, the main of our, we're, we're a 200-acre holding, um, we were Fortunate to get it from the Duchy of Cornwall. What His Royal Highness wanted to do was to try and get family, families onto farms uh, that weren't going to inherit a farm. So,
0: where did you where did you come from in the first place? So originally, yeah.
1: so originally, I'm from up north. Yeah, I thought I <laughs> could that. Um, from Yorkshire. Yeah, I was not born into a farming family. Uh, my parents weren't farmers. Um, but I lived in a village with a big farming community, I went to primary school with with a lot of farming children um, and got the bug from there really, just going round to friends' houses and just being outside and enjoying the animals, enjoying the, the lifestyle really, so that's where it started really.
0: So you, you lived with your family there, did you?
1: Yeah, just in a small village called Apple Tree Wick.
0: Yeah
1: so um, yeah that's where, where I started
0: So how how do you go about becoming a Dutchie tenant because I know it's a pretty tough gig to get a Dutchie farm
1: Yeah I mean we're incredibly incredibly lucky we were down in Somerset for 8 years um, I left Yorkshire I'd studied agriculture at Newton Rigg Agricultural College up in Penrith um, worked on various farms uh, within the Cumbria and Yorkshire area always had that urge that want to go and try and always wanted a farm of my own to be my own boss the opportunity came through misfortune really sadly i had a failed marriage things weren't good for me at all up there just really wanted a, a fresh start really and it was it was an opportunity we used to send a lot of um uh, sheep on farms i worked at down onto the salisbury plains onto the the, the uh, army ranges And I knew a shepherd down there, and he said, um, if you want to try and start on your own, there's opportunities down here. Um, London people buying property in Somerset with quite a few acres, just want a few sheep to graze around the house, basically as lawnmowers, um, and they're not wanting a fortune, so... I decided that's what I was going to do, we sold our house between us, I got £10,000 and I went down to Somerset, chucked the dog in the back, ten grand in my back pocket and started farming.
0: And then you must have met Emily down there, did you?
1: So Emily came about, um, not wanting to sound like a bit of a super stud, but I was... <laughs> <laughs> She's known for his majesty as well. <laughs> Uh, I'd exhausted all the uh, very gorgeous <laughs> women down in Somerset, so I had to look further afield. Computer technology wasn't my forte, but I decided I'd try my luck on um, a dating <laughs> website. So I went and bought myself a laptop, and off we went, and uh, went on a on a farm or a, a country site called um, Muddy Matches and um there emily was i carefully selected her from a number of um people and she was the one and uh went and the, the story goes from that yeah exactly yeah so so then you came
0: from so we started about how you how you got the duchy farm we haven't got there yet no
1: we haven't got there yet give me a chance <laughs> we haven't got there um so yeah, so down down in Somerset we built the business up and the trouble was all our land was on yearly grazing licenses, so we didn't have any sort of stability, any structure as it were. Our farming operation changed year on year depending on what ground we had. I found that very difficult. I was always on the road. I had a, a horrendous incident in my life. And it came to a point where we needed to make some big decisions about where we went forward as a as a family, and and what I did. This opportunity of the of the duchy came up, where we could have a fixed amount of time, so we had that stability. And this farming opportunity came up here, and myself and Emily, we tended for it. And you got it. And we we're amazing. There were 40, I think there were about forty applicants for the farming. Yeah. Fantastic family farming people yeah. that applied and we were incredibly lucky to Well,
0: you must have told it. a good story as well. Or lies so, <laughs> 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 I hope not <laughs> I hope it's the I isn't listening to that um, So you yeah. won a farming award, what was that and how did you get it? Or why did you get it?
1: Again, totally out of the blue um, over Covid a chap, well he's like my dad really, he's like my adopted father, came down with Uh, COVID uh, in Yorkshire just during lambing time his lambing time and he was him and his wife were lambing the sheep he was became very poorly with COVID and he was rushed into uh, intensive care at Airedale Hospital and at that point Carol was left on her own to lamb all the sheep and um, all I wanted to do was to get up there to try and help but we were lambing our sheep Um, unfortunately with restrictions I couldn't go Um, so I thought the only thing that we could do is to bring the sheep down to us to lamb so
0: we went up there,
1: got all the sheep I spoke to a friend up there who gathered all the sheep about 140 of them and the lorry came I organised the lorry to collect them and they came all the way down to Herefordshire we put them out in the field they came on the Friday and they started (laughs) lambing on the Saturday and we and we land all the sheep for him on the back of that um, some one or two people picked up on what I'd done even though I know a lot of farmers would do exactly the same thing because there's so many good people about but anyway somebody picked up on it and had let the farmer's guardian know and off the back of that and also um, with Emily and I setting up We're Farming Mines they deemed that i was going to receive no, well, this amazing, um, sure. amazing award which was yeah amazing Absolutely. truly amazing
0: so perhaps we could come to you know why you did specifically set up your charity
1: mm. i mean yeah it's it's again it's this whole um so uh my father i lived with a, a, a father who suffered horrendously with um bipolar disorder um which um as a child growing up was very difficult he you know he went into hospital for a long period of time he was in and out of hospital yeah to say it was a pretty horrendous childhood would be an understatement yeah so um, that affected you yeah massively massively massively, later. massively uh and so it, you know my my sort of my sort of um out if if you will was was, was farming and 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 that mm. was my way of feeling better yeah um and i carried this for a a long time it came a point when i was in somerset where we started a new business trying to as all farmers know it's you know trying to build up a business within farming is difficult especially from scratch Mm -hmm. massive pressures there was just a multitude of things going on in my head and i used to thrive off pressure i used to really bounce off pressure um but but there was one specific day and and it i just felt that day that the best thing for me to be was not to be here Mm. and um yeah i um i went into the garage and i decided this was what exactly what i was going to do and that um I um, yeah. I I I put the noose around my neck and and um, I was incredibly fortunate looking back now that um, I had spoken to I'd messaged my mum uh, quite which is something I wouldn't generally do just to say you know it's not your fault you know things are your fault and you know you did your best but it's not where I want to be anymore and um, and obviously. Off the back of that, she rang a neighbour to to hours who said, I don't think Sam's very good, you want to go around and see him? And um, she came and the door was open because I'd done a, a running, I'd had a job driving an, a livestock lorry and I got back that day and left the door open and um, the lady came in and there I was off. I'd walked off the quad bike and, and she was, I was very well few minutes it oh, would have really been it. and so then i was taken to hospital straight away and um and then i was in hospital for quite a period of time um and yeah that was so that um, was where it
0: came from so yeah. you felt if you could have got to that point yeah. with your the way you were yeah. feeling you wanted to help other people not to get to that point a
1: hundred percent because knowing what i know now and I do have down days still, mm. but knowing how I am now and how lucky I was, how fortunate I was,
0: mm. Mm.
1: that I know, had I spoken to somebody
0: then.
1: earlier, far mm. earlier, mm. it would never have come to that.
0: Yeah.
1: And actually, looking back on it now, I just all I want to say to anybody, whether it's agriculture or anybody... Is that people are there to listen, they want to listen, they want to help and they want to understand and it's absolutely, especially in agriculture, there's this big stigma around mental health and I say to anybody, there's so many people there that want to help who've, who've probably been through it themselves, they just need to speak to somebody. And sharing that problem, as as yeah. that saying goes, a problem shared, a yeah. so, yeah, problem, yeah, had, problem absolutely. shared. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So, so then um, you set up the charity, and what's the purpose of the charity now? How's it going to operate?
1: So we're farming um, minds um, that well that Emily and I set up, and Emily's been absolutely amazing. She's been the real driving force. And I
0: think you said it. she had postnatal depression. As yeah, well. she did so suffer. She knows yeah, what and it Emily's feels like too.
1: Uh, exactly and she she knows as well she's suffered quite a bit and um we um decided that well the suicide in agriculture is horrendous the suicide rate in agriculture one farmer a week takes his own life and in herefordshire that's it's above the national
0: National average average.
1: which is frightening really
0: i mean what what is it particularly about farming though
1: i think there's a number of things there's that isolation and i know through covid we've all experienced isolation and loneliness that comes with loneliness not being able to and you know farmers can spend copious amounts of time working on their own and your mind's always thinking you know whether you know commodity prices family finances You know, with agriculture, it's not just a nine-to-five, it's your life, it's Mm. your family's life.
0: It takes over.
1: And a farmer carries so much on his shoulders,
0: Mm.
1: and when you're on your own, your mind can get away on you, and it can...
0: Where are the touch points? You know, what are the points at which you could have been prevented from getting to the point you did? And who are the people who are going to help, and how are you going to set them up to help?
1: So, the purpose of our charity, uh, We're Farming Minds, is really we want to address a number of points one is um so part of our charity is investing in mental health first aid training for people like feed reps vets people who see farmers on more of a regular occasion yeah try and get them to notice when a farmer may be struggling in the way he's acting the way he's talking the way uh, so that's one element of what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. another element is trying to combat that isolation so we're trying to organize sort of social events where we can get farmers farming families off the farms and try and interact um whether it be
0: and actually it's probably farmer to farmer then there might be farmers who might say well you know well john from exactly exactly. doesn't seem seem very good Yeah, Yeah. yeah
1: yeah um and just about trying to get Farmers off the farm into a, into a and potentially not push it down the throats and it's not that's not what it's about but it's making people aware that sort signpost them to various people that obviously absolutely with the strictness of confidential confidentiality yeah, yeah, exactly. but just say exactly. you know there's a number you know you can speak to such and such yeah. we're also looking to fund counselling for anybody within the farming community find them potentially the right depending on how what type of situation they're in the right person to see and fund that counselling for them
0: so how do you plan to raise the money
1: so there's a there's a number of ways obviously we're doing well here at the farm we've got a, a an event in in september based on the soapbox challenge um where we're hoping to get people to make carts and race them down the the hill here so at box the farm, derby. soapbox Derby, yeah. and also we've got a live band and um, entertainment and bar and food. And again, trying so to get
0: sponsorship for that? Yeah, so, so I've already as well?
1: yeah, so ticketed. So twenty pound for admission and ten pounds goes to our charity and ten pounds. Can obviously. anyone
0: come? Free tickets? Are we telling them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tickets
1: are available now. Tickets are available now. Go and wear farming mines and also yeah, just going round. So at the minute I'm just getting a uh, sponsorship for off And I, I, I
0: hear nobody you, can say no to you.
1: I'm a bit of a torment. Well, that's so yeah. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grind people down.
0: <laughs> <You've> got to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so uh, we've got that and we're just in the process of um we've got a number of volunteers um who've, are wi- working, who are work and who are within the farming sector. And we're all just about to be trained by the Samaritans to we're going to set up a 24-hour phone line line. so there'll be somebody on the end of the phone specifically for farmers so that's again we're we're just applying for lottery funding at the minute but it's all looking
0: looking good amazing yeah Yeah. amazing with all this going on do you ever have any time for your own hobbies or doing anything for yourself Um, do you
1: get away yeah, we've we, we yeah just been down to New Forest for a few days, which was great in terms of hobbies. I don't know how many of us farmers have hobbies, really. No. Do we? Our hobbies, do farming. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> that's good in some isn't
0: it? I mean, I have this question. I don't know if you've got any ideas about this, but if you were in charge of Herefordshire, what would your priorities be?
1: I think that's well above my station. So <laughs> I think we'll leave a lot to yourself, I think. Well,
0: I don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who are doing stuff. And, and um, have there been some, it's been a really difficult year for all of us, but have you had some things? Are there some things that really make you laugh?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I do laugh quite a bit. I know that um, there's a bit of an ongoing joke here that we have a, a very amusing uh, lad who, who helps us, He's from Poland, Thomas, and everybody liking our relationship as a, a Basil Manuel relationship here at king street farm and
0: and i just experienced that because we just arrived to sit on a bench to find that he'd just washed the whole thing
1: (laughs) and we we could sit on it he does incredibly random things in the thought that he's trying to be helpful (laughs) but actually he's totally the polar opposite but you can't help but to laugh and he's
0: doing his best he's doing his best he's doing doing a good job Um, so I always ask everybody what are your three top tips for Herefordshire tourism I mean for what time you do have time to get out in Herefordshire what what do you do I
1: know as we as I know as a a family we like to go down to quite regularly down to Simmons Yacht and enjoy the the river and yeah great down there Um, and I'm just starting now for our eight year old and Trying to get him in to be the next Lewis Hamilton, so I've been oh, yeah. taking up karting at, at Webley there, so that's oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's an amazing place, great place. So is
0: that open again now?
1: Yeah, back open, yeah, yeah. so everybody must get down there and race yeah. round that track. It is good fun. It is good fun. It <laughs> is good
0: fun. Well, I can see you've plenty to do, and as always, it looks like you're itching to get on with your work. But I do look forward to coming back in my full regalia to be a judge at your soapbox derby in the field just here. Thank you so much for your time and if anyone is interested in helping out with We Are Farming Minds, then please check it out in my bio. Thank you Sam and see you very soon. I'm glad I'm a judge not a participant as the course looks absolutely crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming.